that the quiet of a thousand nights falls upon your ears, an idea will betray you. Your secrets are not yours alone. An abyss opens beneath your cradle, and the torch will sputter into darkness. You will hold the myth of life in your hands, and you will drive the chariot of winter. soul story. The barrows are not for the weak of heart, and even our fated are tested once more. Jared, shaken from seeing double, recalls a danger, but doesn't share it with his friends. The brush leads them directly into a shooting gallery, causing the party to split for a time. Rowan and Felix follow their magical guide to its final destination. Within its walls is a story of Rowan's other lost sister, Briar, who passed away only days ago. Al, now at a complete loss for his Alice, returns to the brothel determined more than ever to find out why Matthew McFate is in town. How will Al convince his friends to go to this magic show? Who will stop drinking first, Jer or Rosa? Listen, and you may just find out. Welcome to Soul Story, a Through the Breach actual play podcast set in the world of Malifaux. Today, I'm joined by... Moose, playing Felix. Spencer playing Jared. Ooh, Bam Bam playing Alvin Law. I'm Logan, I'm playing Rosa. It is the morning after. Morning. Afternoon. It's like six. <laughs> Uh, those that stayed in the brothel, Rowan, left you alone. The girls that work there, they didn't enter or enter your room at all. You, you have a place to stay there if you want. I guess, how are you guys feeling the morning after? Particularly starting with the brothel group. So, Al, Rosa, and Jared. If I remember right, Rosa had been drinking <laughs> significantly. Yes. Yes, she, <laughs> she is probably very dizzy in bed. Because you're hungover, we're gonna say uh, a minus flip to your anything that requires a physical aspect. Okay. That'll go half the day or so. It seems as if someone knew that you might not be feeling great, so if you need it, there is a bucket nearby. <laughs> <laughs> Al's probably doing that kind of like typical just sad dude scene where he kind of like wakes up, kind of like sits at the edge of the bed, you know, with like his elbows on his knees. Kind of, you know, takes a minute to just like collect himself, um, kind of knowing like him frantically just trying to, you know, just bust in everywhere and just find Alice is not going to work. So he's trying to understand that in himself. So he's, you know, just kind of taking a moment. Um, he's probably got a Lucifer in his hand, um, kind of just puffing away. Just, yeah, collecting himself and really stealing himself, I guess I should say, into what he knows needs to be done next. Does he have any feelings about the McFate show that's supposed to be happening tonight? Yeah, I mean, he knows he needs to be there. And um, yeah, that bastard's not getting away again. <laughs> <laughs> He's, die. <laughs> He's not in the mood for the shenanigans. He is uh, very much so 
Um, you're getting caught this time. <laughs> Jared is going to drag himself out of bed. I imagine he's disoriented at first, waking up in a new place. I think he starts to make a mental list of all the shit he forgot at the other place, but then kind of just, eh, fuck it. And, um, I think he's gonna go get breakfast. What does the brothel have for breakfast? Do they have anything? They don't have eggs with cheese. Talk ah. what? Oh, do, do they have booze? <laughs> I'm sure they do. Uh, something to note mm -hmm. for all three of you. There is something very obvious in all of your rooms. Al and Spencer, you will mm -hmm. see a bouquet of flowers. A, a pretty big bouquet, usually something you traditionally see pageantry style, like big bouquet. Right. Um, has cam camellias, a, like fern for accent, some lilies, and snapdragons. And it's wrapped in gold tissue paper. And it's also with uh, a gold piece of paper that's folded in half that has your name written on it in black ink. Uh, Rosa, you also have this, but you also have two outfits on your wardrobe. They are very different. One is a dress and one is a suit. The dress is this honey brown material with this French embroidered lace. It's very, very delicate work. It's, it's meant to be off the shoulder, and there's appliques sewn into the lace as well of these brown moths and these really dusty blue flowers. Flowers is the word I wanted. There, there's a headdress that matches the same brown material, and it has a living orchid attached to it as well. The suit is a red suit. The, the coat is a tailcoat that has a deep, deep burgundy and has a red floral pattern sewn or embroidered into it as well. It has a white shirt and a matching tie to the jacket, burgundy pants, and a very jaunty red hat to be paired with it as well. I'm going to, before you guys interact with that, move to Felix. Hooray. It is morning, afternoon-ish, catching up on some Z's maybe. <laughs> Felix doesn't sleep. <laughs> How are you feeling this morning? Uh, antsy, because there was no statement from Delilah. There was no other magics. So he would be kind of miffed. I would say not necessarily uh, willing to like look for blood, but you know, it's he's not exactly happy. Um, but he does, he gained a little bit of his humanity back in this whole endeavor, like seeing the hardship of Rowan, being able to connect with someone magic that wasn't Belle, kind of showed him that, you know, there is still people in this world that need his help and that his vengeance isn't always going to be the first thing he needs to think about. So it's kind of cool. He's at a, a good place, even though he's PO'd right now. Interesting. You, when you wake up, you also have this bouquet of flowers, same flowers, and a golden invitation. Who the fuck snuck in here? I'm going to go back to Rosa now. Yay. Uh, so I guess whenever Rosa is prepared to brave her dizziness, she would get up and 
because she doesn't have anywhere to put everything. Does she have an invitation too? She does. Okay. She has an invitation, the flowers, and the outfits. Should I read it right now, or should I wait? I don't know. What do you want to do? I guess I'll read it. <laughs> no, play dress up. <laughs> I've uh, never got flowers before. <laughs> the invitation for you and for everyone will say, you've been invited to an exclusive show at the Honey Pot. We look forward to seeing you. Signed anybody? Nope. Dicks. <laughs> Rosa's gonna, you know, look the look the little card thing front and back, uh, in confusion, I guess, for looking at the clothes. I guess she doesn't do anything with them right now. Okay. She, if she if she's able to be up and about, she'd probably go try to get food as well. Okay. So, to Jared, in his current state, he sees the flowers, and he would kind of scoff um, at their sense of interior decorating. I don't think he remembers that those were there or not there. I don't think he looks at the card. I think he just wants to go drink for breakfast. Fair enough. Oh, God. Oh, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> so, Al, I mean... I feel like Al would just kind of like make a general like assessment and just like to himself just kind of I see what this is um and kind of like you know to himself just like alright I'll play uh and he will I mean he knows damn well he can't read the damn card um (laughs) (laughs) Al's gonna go downstairs and see if everyone else uh, who stayed there is down there and get himself a drink I believe you guys will all kind of be convening at the same time, unless someone woke up super early or super late. Rosa would probably, um, I mean... Uh, Yeah, I was going to say, she probably wakes up late. (laughs) Yeah, she probably wakes up late, (laughs) because I remember she drank a lot. So, if anybody's late or early, it's her, and she's late. Okay. (laughs) Well, then we'll have... Jared and I'll have this scene then. Dope. Uh, Wonderful. <laughs> Jared, you don't see Rowan. If you ask about her, the girls don't seem keen on telling you where she's at. He probably wouldn't. Okay. Um, but if you order a drink, they go behind the little makeshift bar that they have there and they're able to retrieve you a drink. Neato. Al, the girls don't say anything, but they just exude sympathy. Mm-hmm. And it's still kind of the same thing as the night before, where they don't really want to touch you, they don't really want to be near you, but they their, their sympathy is there and their hearts are hurting for you. And it's like they just don't know how to proceed with like a relationship with you, friendship or otherwise. It's just it's very weird for them. Yeah, yeah. They're not avoiding me, yeah, some Snickers may uh, be trying to... <laughs> <laughs> insinuate. Insinuate no, no. here. <laughs> I just, I imagine you weren't really buddy-buddy with anyone else there. So, at least no. that's the vibe I got. I mean, he, uh, I assume, like, so, like, in terms of, you know, Alice's, his girl, I assume, like, that's kind of, like, been known. But because of Al's, like, personality-wise, like, in the past, like, coming in and out, definitely would have still been, like, you know, uh, I hate toots and kind of, like, wink at the other girls. They probably did the whole, like, eye roll, like, oh, my God, Al, you, you're gross. <laughs> yeah. But you also see... Jared at the bar 
starting a drink. So I'll probably like, you know, go up uh, like next to him and just kind of make that a double. I'm not the bartender. But at the same time, <laughs> she makes another drink. Hands it to you. I've got real work to go do. And she scampers off before she gets suckered into this thing that she's not being paid for. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. If she's leaving a bottle with Al and Jared, I feel like <laughs> the mistake is on her part. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I will pour them. Or she already poured the first drinks. I mean, if Jared sucks his down. I know Al's just going to fucking toss it back and then pour more. Um, I won't make you guys talk if you guys don't want to exchange anything, but I'm giving you the opportunity to. I mean, unless, like, Jared kind of, like, offers to, like, initiate conversation, Al's kind of just sitting there. I mean, he's not, like, trying to down this bottle, but he's, like, just, you know, he's drinking. And, like, if Jared needs, you know, more, uh, if he needs to, like, non-verbally just kind of, like, slightly, you know, slide the glass towards Al, he'll fill it back up. I think normally... Jared would not say anything. He might even, like, scoot his fucking seat away. (laughs) But I think with Al being uncharacteristically mellow and calm and reserved, Jared, like, many alarm bells are gonna go off. Aww. So I think, uh, Jared, uh, being sure not to make eye contact because he doesn't want to send any mixed (laughs) signals or anything. Um, so, yeah, um, with his, uh, kind of looking off into space, the, uh, head of the bar, and, uh, sipping from his glass, uh, Jared is just going to offer, this place fucking sucks. Um. He's, he's trying. <laughs> <laughs> he's trying, I, you gotta, you gotta appreciate it. Um, how about... <laughs> no, I no, because I feel like Al will try to like you know, because Al Al knows how he's feeling, but he's trying to like, I guess in a way force like the normal I'm Al like kind of out. Um, so mm-hmm. he'll kind of probably like just in a complete like straight face manner and to like see if Jared kind of like you know does a little like snicker to it. Um, it's kind of like yeah, one would guess they cook fish here. <laughs> what? So Jared is going to uh, cork a brow and slowly look over to Al, not really knowing what to say. He is then going to sip from his glass. I never really uh, got the uh, correlation there, he says. Um... <laughs> So, I mean, so awkward. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I mean, it's probably very awkward because Al thought he was uh, going to try to break the ice here. Didn't work. Um, so I, I imagine like, you know, he's got like a bit like left in like that cup that he was on. Uh, kind of just, well, I tried. <laughs> Downs the rest of it. And he goes, do you know if Rose is still alive? Um. <laughs> Jared is going to uh, pause uh, his like drink like halfway up to his lips and pause. Rosa, yes, he says as if 
actually being asked whether or not she may have died. Oh my god, Jared. <laughs> Rosa, I'm gonna say you wake up in an hour. Felix. Yo. What? I'm, I'm kind of gonna give you one thing to do this afternoon if you don't want to head directly to the brothel. Is there anything you want to do? Or would want to do? Yeah, you know what? He would actually... So this is about afternoon by the time he get we're getting up and moving, right? Yeah. He would head to the honey pot, actually. Um, for well, first and foremost, he would get into one of his nicer suits. He'll still pull the collar of his suit jacket up, and he'll wear one of his nice top hats um, and a coat, so he can kind of try to blend in at least a little bit. He would scribe an, a note and drop it off with the nearest. He'd probably find either like a paper boy or someone who could run this note to the brothel. Um, and then I'll pay them, I don't, I don't even know. Here, have a script. Um, money. Yeah, I'll pay this kid a script to run this to the brothel and give it to, we'll just say Albert Long, because everyone knows who he is. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what he would do, is he would have that note sent to them. The note would read, Dear Compatriots, and you'd probably put like a question mark after that. Um, I have received su- suspicious acknowledgments from the honeypot i'm going to check it out if any of you choose to join me i will be there at the appointed time i'll already have us a table and then he'll just drop that off with a postboy and he's gonna head to the honeypot he's gonna do some reconnaissance before everything starts so what's really weird about the honeypot is that there's no beckoners outside oh it almost looks closed okay it's like maybe just a little too early for it to be open but again the weirder part is there's no none of these beckoners which for people who aren't aware they're cigarette girls of sorts they hang outside flirt with people try to get them to come inside but they're a little off i'm sure it's fine okay so this is weird um what's around oh wait we're in a little little town aren't we you get the little kingdom i think i think that's what it's called Ooh. He'll go find a tea shop. And he'll he'll chill there for a hot second. Uh probably making note. I mean he'll he'll sit there until we can get into the honey pot, but he'll continually check it. Cause he's got nothing better to do today. Okay. Give us our first flip. Give me a notice check. Oh good gravy. Here we go. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, oh where'd it go? Hit there. there. Go. Okay. Uh, that would be a 15 oh, of rams. You're welcome. Fuck. Yeah, okay. You never see any beckoners, really. Uh, you see a few people who are confused. Like, they go in trying to gamble, and it's closed, and they don't really know what to do with themselves. <laughs> it's just awkward. They're <laughs> just there. Yeah, they kind of wander off. There's no note on the door explaining what's happening. It's just not open right now. But you do see a man kind of pulling and and carrying this big box that's covered in a, in a sheet, like a packing sheet. He's about average height, blonde hair, mustache, clothes are a little tattered. Uh, he is able to unlock the front door, pull in the box, and then promptly shuts the door and locks it again. Okay. Interesting. And that's all you really see. Okay. 
Uh, so, and you said you're gonna chill there until the time arrives? Uh, yeah, he probably would be, uh, reading some, I don't know, some poetry or something posh like that, because that's what Felix would do. <laughs> I want to know what kind of poetry Felix reads. Uh, he probably writes the poetry, then rereads it, because that's also what Felix would do. He's a tortured soul now. <laughs> Fair enough. He writes, hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> I've come to talk with you again. You can leave. (laughs) (laughs) So, Rosa, uh, you eventually get up, get up. Rosa is going to navigate her way to wherever she would be. And what does she see on the way? On the way, you would see a few girls, a few customers. It's, you know, starting to pick up. Uh, it's, It's not bustling yet, but it's... There's, there's clients, there's noises. Uh, you see Al and Jared at the bar sharing a bottle. I'm going to say it's probably about halfway gone by now. If you guys continue to drink, it's going to have effects, just so you know. Yeah, well, I, I don't know about Jared. Al's not trying to get drunk. He just needed a few drinks to start his day off because he's not an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, as Rosa would um, go through the hallways... She would go through the hallways. She would grow more and more concerned seeing all the people in the hallways. And whenever she got into the main room, wherever Jared and Albert were, mm-hmm. she would uh, quickly approach them and lean over onto the bar intently uh, and closely to whoever's closest. ¿Qué pasó anoche? What happened last night? Uh, and then Al kind of like elbow Jared and just kind of like, huh, she lives. Jared is going to shrug that off because gross somebody just touched him oh my god (laughs) he's then going to look to Rosa and without a proper answer he'll just offer I I, I don't really wasn't really uh, and then he just kind of trails off and keeps (laughs) drinking and kind of like hand motions over towards Al Rosa's looks uh, very concerned at this point. And uh, is there a bartender? <laughs> oh. No. There was, and then she ran <laughs> off. <laughs> that is not uh, Rosa's that. gonna look around crazily. She's gonna crazily look around <laughs> for, like, the nearest person who looks like they work here. Uh, yeah, there's sex workers all over. Um, so, nah. um, aren't working right now, but uh, well, keeping a close eye on that person, she'll sit down at the bar slowly and then turn around to um, Al, I guess she's... Cl- or No, because she would touch Jared. I guess she's sitting next to Jared, whatever. And lean in and say, do I work here now? <laughs> oh. oh, boy. So... This is, this was uh, Al's, like, you know, reasoning to kind of slightly get back to himself here. So this is his moment of opportunity. So <laughs> Al will take out a script, a single skilled script, and just kind of, like, lean in, like, slightly over Jared to, like, he could, like, make eye contact with her. And uh, Al's just like, I mean, you're free to start whenever. And, like, wave uh, yeah. the script. <laughs> she recoils instantly. And gets up and runs off, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Back to her room. Uh, I mean, Al, like, Al, you know, 
putting the dollar back. He's like, I, I, come on, I was just... Oh, damn it. Jared is going to look after Rosa as she runs off and then look back to Al. Did she lose her job with the guilds? I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure you both did. Sorry, too soon. Jared is going to shrug and then pat himself down trying to find something in his pockets, but he can't find it, so he keeps drinking. So Al kind of like, seeing that Jared doesn't seem like he intends on stopping, will lift the bottle uh, as to not, you know, Jared refill. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and take this. Why don't uh, we check on Miss Rosa? So Jared is going to uh, stare at Al for a moment. We just saw her though. She's alive. She's doing fine. Fair. Stay put, I guess. And no more. Uh, and he kind of like does that whole like looking down to the glass and back at Jared like a few times. Just um, kind of wait here, I guess. Jared is going to scoff. He's going to push his glass forward and he's going to start drumming his fingers against the counter. <laughs> and with that, Al will make his way to her room, but uh, before he goes, he goes, ah, that a boy sport. <laughs> <laughs> She'll probably be easy to follow. She's probably bumping into walls and into people as well. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, if he like, catches up to her, he's like, Rosa, hey, I, I was just kidding. It was a joke. You can, you can come back to the bar. So she probably closed the door behind her. Yeah, that's probably that like thing of kind of like trying to talk through the door. It's like, Rosa. You'll hear a muffled, like, I'm not working right now. What? No. <laughs> God, Rosa, no. Stop, please. Just, you don't work here. I was making a joke. Can you open the door? Uh, she'll open the door. And have her eyes squinted as if it, she's expecting an explanation. Al, it's a small room. You see the two outfits hanging up on the wardrobe. Ho-ho. Someone's got a secret admirer. Yeah, I I woke up and I I see them. I see the I see the dresses. I walk outside and there are she'll like leaning frosty. And <laughs> I got really worried, okay, because I can't remember last night at all. Yeah, you, you were you're a bit cocked. Um I was what? No, no, not in the... Easy, easy, Rosa, easy. You were drunk off your ass, all right? You just, you had a lot to drink, came back here, and you just, you you slept. That's it. I swear. By myself? Yes. You're sure? How would you know? I... What? uh, I'm I'm, I'm sure. I'm just, I'm I'm really sure. Mostly (laughs) sure. Mostly sure. You didn't wake up with anyone, so that's usually a good sign. Although if you're me, it's a little odd. Well, she'll look back at the clothes. Yeah, I got this bouquet with it. Uh, I don't know what it's about. I have to go to the... Or I've been invited to the honeypot or something for a show. I was going to say, Albert immediately is no longer smiling. <laughs> yeah, she's like, oh, yeah, I remember. It's your friend. <laughs> oh, oh my friend uh, like <laughs> Michael or 
or something. I don't know. He's some some street side magician. McFate. Yeah, he like entirely cut her off. McFate. Yeah, McFate. I remember Matthew. I got it. Okay. Uh, I'll go get Jared. Why wait. don't you get dressed? It doesn't say what time we're supposed to be there. I don't know if we should. Should I get dressed right now or should I? Because I'm kind of hungry. Uh, we'll eat and then get dressed. I have a feeling I'll be waiting. She thinks for a minute. She's like, nah, I think I'll get dressed. And then I'll get, uh, yeah, I'm going to get dressed, actually. She'll close the door. <laughs> Wait, oh, I was, I was like, is Al like, in the room? I was like, I was like uh, no, maybe no, no, I should no, no, leave no, no, first. No, no. no way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if Al's in the room, she pushes him out. Yeah. <laughs> Bye-bye. Yeah, I mean, he'll, he'll go ahead and leave. She's going to get dressed, go back to Jared. And just, like, without really, like, adding much to it, like, Jared, you almost ready to go? So, Jared, who, true to his words, stopped drinking, <laughs> and is just kind of, like, other than him drumming his fingers, he is just staring straight ahead, just completely fucking mute. At Al's voice, he is going to look up. <clears throat> where, are we, where are we headed? Apparently we have a date at the honeypot. Jared is going to pause and look perplexed for a moment. Honeypot, that's a um, uh, a cabaret or something. It's a a theater house, something. Or a casino, but uh, close enough. (laughs) He shakes his head then. I've never been there. He pushes himself up from, it's a stool or a chair. Or is it welded to the ground? <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's all okay. of those, all in one. So he just kind of like pushes himself off of it and does his best to stand straight. I would say he's incredibly disoriented, but I don't think he's like staggering drunk. I think it's like a lot of other stuff. He's going to nod to Alvin. Wait, we're going on a... Where are we headed? Why? We're going to see a show. A real nice show. Oh. A uh, friend of mine. Um, <laughs> He's going to kind of tense up a bit. I don't, I don't really have uh, <clears throat> any money anymore. Don't worry. I got you covered. Yeah. And he's going to kind of look around the brothel for an excuse uh, not to do anything. But other than the uh, <laughs> multitudes of sex workers, he finds none. So he just kind of, like, not saying anything. He's just kind of standing, sort of ready to go. To Al, that's a multitude <laughs> of things to do. Yeah, but uh, not right now. <laughs> hey, everybody. Alex here. And I don't have anything clever to say because this is it. We made it a whole year. We are so thankful to each and every one of our listeners. From our Patreon donors, Kyle, Haley, Nate, Tyler, Colby, and brand new this month, Brandy, to our Discord crew, to John for cleaning up our audio and being patient through our growing pains, and to every single person in the cast lives who have tolerated and supported the process of creating a show. In our first year, we uploaded 75 episodes, welcomed new voices, said farewell to old ones, had pipes burst, moved across the country, made new friends, went to a podcast convention, guest starred on other shows, and 
we got outlaid 232 times. As you may know, we've been recording our show in advance, meaning we, as a cast, know a little more about the future of Soul Story. Everything is about to be turned to 11, and there's no slowing down once it starts. But a rad story isn't the only thing we've been keeping on the down low. It is with great pride that I announce that I, along with the help of my creative team, am launching No Show Radio, a new podcast network spearheaded by Soul Story. If you've been enjoying the show, be sure to swing by noshowradio.com. There you'll find Facades of Gods, a 90s noir actual play and audio drama using the Accelerated Fate system. It is run by Kyle Kay, who many of you may know from our Discord, as well as Beyond the Abyss and Pirates of Wild Space. Premiering May 14th, tune in as Kyle weaves his tale for Bianca Zelda of Broadswords fame, Ethan Schaff, who is new to our community, and me, Alex. I'll be there. If that isn't enough for your ear holes, check out Hashtag First, a show where Spencer and I talk trash about pilot episodes of TV shows we love. And the pilot episode of First, and the pilot episode of First, I forced Spencer to sit down and finally watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer, while he shows me a gem of a cult show called Reaper. Mark your calendars, as it will be premiering May 10th. The facades of gods and first are just the beginning. My team and I are cooking up even more content for the future, and we're on the lookout for new shows. Have you wanted to do a podcast but didn't think you could? We're here for you. Do you have an established show but want a little extra support? We're here for you too. Contact us at noshowradionetwork at gmail.com and let's start talking. But guess what? I've got even more good news! As a thank you and a celebration for our first year, we will be releasing the entire Matthew McFate's Marvelous Motion story arc in May. And without mineral interruptions. Bam Bam and Spencer brought it up during soul searching, so I figured, why not? Buckle up, cool kids. Things are moving. Now, without further ado, let's get back to the show. Spence, for Jared, anything that requires a mental aspect, have a minus flip on. Got it. Did Rosa get shoes with her fancy new clothing? Yeah, so I would say that there's uh, essentially shoes that match, so like brown boots for the dress. I'd even say red shoes for the suit. That's a lot of red. Oh my god. Oh my gosh, she's a woman in red. I was gonna, I was gonna, I was thinking it was kind of funny if she wears really fancy clothing, but she's got really dirty boots on that she always wears around. <laughs> you still could. <laughs> yeah, I know, I, I just thought it was to think but i guess not sorry i'm not funny logan god which one would you less likely see somebody walking around the street on both they are formal and extravagant and purposely so shit i don't know the red one because it has a color you're able to button up and, and jacket sure and you reach your hand into the inside jacket pocket because there's a weight there and inside is a pocket watch. But you've seen this pocket watch before. It's your dead husband's pocket watch. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Uh... <laughs> Jesus, likes what the fuck? <laughs> Shit just got real. There's, like, no or- ornamentation to it. It's, it's an expensive watch, but he didn't have anything engraved in it. There's not even really much of a filigree on the outside. It is meant to be a watch and serve a watch's purpose. It is also ticking. Okay. Uh, Rosa would probably stare at it uh, for a moment before making use of the bucket that you mentioned earlier. <laughs> okay. Out of anxiety's sake, I guess. 
and after regaining her senses, she would um, examine it closer. As you're up chucking into this bucket, the other outfit starts to disappear and it's like from the bottom up it turns to, to glitter and the glitter lifts up into the air and floats away so the other outfit is completely gone the gold glitter takes it away the imitation's still there the flowers are still there as you examine the watch closer it's the watch it is heavy it feels real i mean there's also something to say there's no engraving on it maybe it's just another watch I'm guessing Rosa would probably hang out in her room a few minutes extra before uh, leaving her room uh, fully dressed and everything. You guys see Rosa come downstairs and in a very fancy red suit. Again, traditionally, suits aren't red. This is a statement. Uh, So Al probably, like, definitely loud enough for Jared to hear, but it's definitely more meant for himself. That's strange. It's somehow I'm oddly aroused. Oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't think he has anything to say. Never mind. <laughs> That's We'll leave that. <clears throat> I'm gonna say it's probably about four or five o'clock at this point. Again, you guys got a pretty late start to your day anyways. Oh, I mean oh Al's probably gonna be like, uh, we should probably find uh Phil, huh? <laughs> oh yeah i guess that's uh, i spaced that out probably about the time that you came back from talking to rosa is when the the newspaper boy would show up okay mr long mr long i have a note for you and he tips his flat cap and like clicks his heels and hands you the note uh awesome cool thanks thanks uh I imagine he still kind of has like that loose script when he made the joke to Rosa, so he will hand it to him. Oh wow! Thank you, Mister. Yeah, don't uh, don't spend that all in one place. <laughs> and he bolts out the door. That's gonna be hard with inflation. <laughs> That's gonna be hard with inflation. <laughs> oh my god! Oh shit! Yeah, so he will make his way. Just kind of turn to Jared. It's like. Hey, so, um, I, uh, got this. Um, (laughs) so Jared is going to, uh, stare back at Al for a moment, and I would say without breaking eye contact, uh, he will snatch it up so that he can look at it. Al will try to, like, you know, try to play it cool, but definitely, like, look over his shoulder if Jared reads it out loud, he's definitely trying to follow along. If he doesn't, he's kind of looking at it, look backing up at Jared, just kind of like seeing if Jared seems what he knows what all these scribbles mean. Yeah, Jared's <laughs> not going to read anything out loud, just in case. <laughs> so, Jared is going to look back to Al. Wait, is is everyone going to the honeypot? Wait, what? Oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 no, yeah, um, we're, we're going to the honeypot, like I, yeah, is that, uh, uh-huh. yeah, it's all there. Uh, <laughs> He's gonna look back at the note then, and then nod to himself and pretend to keep reading. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's 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 interesting. And then he's gonna, I guess, fold it back, and then hand it to Al as if Al had any fucking use for it. I mean, Al will tuck it into uh, one of his back pockets. So Jared, at that point, will kind of nod his head back in a nondescript direction. Uh, seems like uh, Doc is is gonna be there in. You know, I guess as much as he can, you know, be anywhere. (laughs) And then, uh, another dismissive shrug. He is, he is not all there at the moment. Uh, so Al probably noticing this, he's like, man, Jer, you are just, uh, chopful energy today. I'm gonna say this is when Rosa comes downstairs, thereabouts. And input the weird so, arousal line. Were there any uh, were there any roses in the bouquet? Nope, no roses. Were there anything that looks like? Was there anything that looked like looks like a rose? Um, let me just look up camellia. I don't think it looks like a rose, but that might be the closest shape. Okay, well, that closest flower, Rosa has picked one of them from the bouquet, and shouts across the room, Mira. I'm one of the flamenco dancers, and she'll try to dance her way across the the floor and probably fall. Oh, God. As you're able to keep this one flower, but the rest of them immediately fold and turn into butterflies. <laughs> and they, they lift up into the air and kind of circle around the room before disappearing into that glitter dust, just like the dress did. So is it after she takes out the uh, takes it out of the bouquet? Yes. Okay, she's really excited to uh, like play the scene out for her buddies. Uh, so she God. picks the closest thing that looks like a rose and like bolts out the door. I fucking hate you. <laughs> <laughs> if Al can, in its most graceful manner possible, catch her in a dip. Whatever kind of flip you need. Grace me, baby. Okay. Wait. Do I need to Grace. make a flip too, seeing as I'm trying to? Yeah. Shit. Do I have an acrobatics, I guess, if you want me to use that. I, I imagine she's not trying to. She's probably more focused on not falling. Yeah, I should just do a straight flip. Well, with the minus, right? Because I was drinking last night. Yeah. Go ahead. She got a seven of mass. Alright, I'm saying you're you're graceful enough. You're not like primo. Talent agent's gonna not gonna pick you up. But you're not bad. Yeah, but you're probably gonna fall. Because <laughs> uh, that is a five. Uh Yeah. Five up tone. Yeah, it's not quite enough to dip her. But there is a fun little awkward contact. Like you're able to, to grab her, but then you like froze. And then you didn't know what to do. So it's like you have her at that like start of a dip. Probably like kind of like seeing the flower, uh, because Al's also kind of corny. But like, huh, that's a nice rose, huh? <laughs> but um <laughs> But um uh, yeah, Rosa's gonna wrestle her way out of Al's uh, grasp and say you can have it and just toss the flower at him. 
As you do, it also turns into a butterfly. She turns to go see Jared. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. I'm like, what the fuck? So I think it's time to go. Uh, She's going to say over her shoulder, but I'm hungry. I was going to say, you're able to get food. It is bread, some bacon, cold. Um, Go ahead and just for funsies, give me a grace check. Is this a social graces check? Just a straight. Or is this a I'm drunk and I need to take a minus flip grace check? We'll do social. Yeah, she's not interested in that right now. (laughs) She kind of won a mask. (laughs) <laughs> Your brand new beautiful suit gets baking grease all over the front. Oh no. Oh jeez. But Dan was not a good brunch letter. Maybe she doesn't notice. Or does she notice? Is it so bad that she notices? Or so bad that she doesn't notice? I mean, does she care? Either way. Yeah, probably. Ah, well then yeah, we'll say she notices. Of the one? Yeah. <laughs> You know, when it happens, she'll, like, hold her hands out like she's like, oh, fuck. It, like she's not trying to get, make it worse or anything. So, Jared, uh, who I imagine now is kind of, like, hanging his head a bit, he, uh, got it all up in his system that he was going somewhere. I think he's going to look about, um, and then look to Al. I, and he's gonna pause... I think that letter meant that we should... And he's gonna kind of roll his hand a bit, you know, like a wheel. I, th- I think we gotta, you know... Yeah, yeah, no, let's, uh... Rosa, can you, you know... Get it in your mouth and, uh... We can go out and head out. <laughs> said that plenty of times. <laughs> Jared is going to, uh motion around a bit and kind of like reach behind him for something and then pause didn't I have a um a long uh I I had a I had a gun at one point right Jared's uh gonna look up towards uh the direction of his room but seeing as he has no belongings there and no excuse to go back to bed um, he's, uh, I think he's just going to start motioning towards the door. I think he's going to give Al a dismissive wave. Fuck it. I'm going to go wait outside. We're leaving anyway. Yeah, and he's going to wave his hand again. <laughs> Rosa's like, no, 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 he said he was going to wait. And she'll turn back around and finish her. <laughs> no, 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 Rosa, let's go. Yeah. Three hours yes, later. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay. While you guys are herding cats, we will go ahead and go back to Felix. Yay. And Felix, the sun is starting to set a bit. Um, I guess no, it's summer still. I think since it's fall here, it's fall there. No, it's still July. Um, but you, you hear the door unlock. And you see some of the lights come on, kind of, but it's it's more like mood lighting that's happening in the building. Okay. There's still no beckoners. And there's no one formally opening up the door, but you get you get the vibe that it is now open. Okay. Then I will mosey on over. You enter the honeypot. 
And it is dark. Very dark. The only source of light are these floating gold orbs that they're, they're not like metal gold. It's, it's more like will-o'-wisp style or the kind of ghostly in nature and they're bobbing lazily around the building. Um, there's just enough to give some dim lighting of the area, but it's like if you look away from them, it's too dark, you know, it's kind of more that immediate area. They bump off each other a little bit and when they bump off, powder disperses and they're also raining a little bit of powder too. Just a very slow mist as they float about this main floor. Is there anyone else in here? There is. So there are actually a ton of people here. Despite you not seeing anyone come in or out. Oh. There are people here. And they're all formal, decked out. And they're all wearing full face masks. Much like in the style of their general secretary. Oh no. But they're also made out of different things. There's some in porcelain, there's some in ivory, wood, metal. They're all different. And as you enter in unison, they all turn and look at you. Okay. There's a soft murmuring happening, but no one really addresses you until uh, a hostess steps up with a tray. And you can't see her smile because she's also wearing one of these full-on face masks. And... Uh, hers is made out of what looks to be marble. It's probably porcelain to painted to look like marble. But she extends out a tray and there's a mask made out of black lace that's full face and would cover your face perfectly. She says nothing and just extends the tray to you. Okay. Uh, Felix will take it, give a smile and just a, a very small bow to her but say nothing she stands there and waits she tucks the tray under her arm she, it, she's not extending like waiting for money it's just she's waiting and watching you <laughs> uh, I didn't want to put it on but okay um, Felix will put it on like turn away from her put it on and then turn back hoping that she'll move away she returns to the door and there's like a podium there's a podium that she stands behind and continues to watch you everyone in this building is watching you hmm. i also need a willpower check from you oh, good uh willpower that is a 14 of crows you're fine everything's fine it's creepy yeah it is creepy you're definitely wigged out, but you're not seeing anything. Uh, you also don't hear any sounds of gambling. Okay. No one is throwing money, throwing poker chips. Uh, you can kind of somewhat see the furniture, but most of it's already taken up by this, this massive group of people. Okay. There is a stage on the far side of this room. Um, as you move towards people... They give you space, and they keep murmuring, but no one talks to you directly. Then I will just find a seat, and do they continue to watch me, or do they, like, stop? Oh, yeah. Oh, god damn it. Every step you take, it's their their bodies turn. They don't, like, 
step towards you, but every time you, you move somewhere else, the, like it's just a motion of people turning their bodies to face you. For you to know, because you have yet to interact with McFate, correct? Yes. You would have been able to feel this energy near the flowers as well. His his magic has... It, it's a feeling, but it reminds you of the taste of dark chocolate. Okay. It's warm, it's comforting, but it's bitter. Okay. And a little uncomfortable. And it kind of reminds you of being a kid and going to bite it, bite it thinking it's going to be sweet, and it's not. And you feel that in the air around you, but you don't feel it on the mask. You don't necessarily feel it on the people, but there's just this heavy air surrounding you that's like that. I'm going to try to do a sorcery, a sorcery check right now. What okay. I would like to do is use my my cold my coldness to uh, freeze the mask, so add like an icy texture to it. Yeah, and I'm gonna cheat that. Okay. So I'm just gonna cheat in my five of tomes. So I'll get the tomes for. I guess what we're trying to do is. I don't, I, don't, I don't really know. We'll cheat that in there. So it's technically an 11 of tomes. So yeah, I'm going to say it's a simple magic trick to add that little frosty appearance to it. Do you sit there and wait for your friends? I do. Is there a drink or someone I can order a drink from? You know, there there isn't a whole lot of movement right now. You also don't see a drink for you. Other people are holding drinks and eating food. You could probably find a server if you wanted. Uh, yeah, I'll flag down a, a server and order a whiskey neat and sit there and just not drink it, just swirl the, the cup and see how many people I can get to watch me. The the server nods. Uh, this one's wearing a wood mask that has leaves, molded, molded leaves, I guess, Okay. on it. He disappears and returns with the drink. Yeah, um, I don't drink it at all. I'm just going to sit there and swirl it. Just okay. have something to do to keep motion, even though I'm sitting here to see how many people continue to stare at me. So the rest of the gang, I'm assuming you're bickering and moving and trying to get to the honeypot eventually. And you get there and, oh, this is weird for you. There's no beckoners. At this point, Felix, I'm going to say you've probably been there for an hour. So like an hour time measurement, I guess, today. There's no beckoners, but the door, you can tell it's its open. It's open for business. You see the a lighting on the inside. It's not the typical bright light, but uh, it's its there. I mean, Al definitely just kind of like, you know, kind of like collect himself. Maybe do like a little, a little breath. It's like, all right, let's do this and head on in. Do the other two follow suit? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, if, uh, yeah. Unless Al says something specifically, she probably doesn't even notice what he does. I was gonna say Jerry's in, like, autopilot after Al. So you guys see the same scene that Felix did. It's dark, the gold, orby, will-o'-wispy shapes are floating around, dropping dust. I need everyone, including Felix, to give me a willpower check. Done. Uh, it is currently a five of tomes. Do you want to cheat that? Ugh. No, we're going to have that happen. I'm not going to cheat mine. He got a two of tome. No, hold on. What's his multiplier? It'll be... Ooh! 
So horrible. It's a seven of tomes. Check that. Okay. Uh, Al got a ten of tomes. Uh, Rosa got a five of tomes. Felix. Sweet. I'm into it. You don't remember it being so dark because suddenly it's so bright. The entire room just like a flower blooms into this golden light and the people that were previously staring at you and talking about you or maybe they were talking about you talking about something are now much more lively they're tossing their head back laughing and smiling and or at least you get the idea they're smiling the face that the mask is still there they're drinking they're hooting and hollering the the chair you're sitting on is actually made of gold and then crusted with diamonds in this plush red velvet oh my god and this is one hell of a party Okay. God, steal the chair. So, Moose, um, what you need to know is that you are also, wow, I can't believe I'm so lucky to see Matthew McFate perform. I have been a fan of him for so long. So many years. I am his number one fan. Um, I'm actually fan zero, thank you. <laughs> okay, you're right. You would take a bullet for Matthew. Yes, I would. You couldn't understand why anyone would not like Matthew. He is just such a talent. He's so cool. Like, I just want to have his babies. <laughs> and you know what? That whiskey's looking real good, so you're going to take a drink. Sweet. I love it. I'm into it. And I need you to do me a huge favor, Moose. Yes. Dig into that book and find me some brilliance conditions. Oh, god damn it. Cool. I'm into it. Oh, shit. Rosa, Al, Jared. Dark room. <laughs> kind of creepy and the hostess with uh, the marble mask turns in front of you and she has a larger platter this time and she first lifts a copper mask and hands it to al okay um uh i mean out like seeing like everyone else is wearing these masks correct correct okay um so kind of like, you know, with an eye roll, because to Al, he, like, whether true or false, to Al, this is all a big game by Matthew McFate, trying again to just fuck with him. So he's going to roll his eyes and follow suit and put on the mask. Okay. And then, Rosa, you are past a, a porcelain mask, and painted on top of it are, is the floral pattern that's on your jacket. And the same red. And she hands it to you. Jared. Me. The last one is for you. It's it's a wood. It's called Purple Heart Wood. And it's no embellishments on it. It is just the flat shape of the mask that covers your face. <clears throat> and she hands it to you. Jared is going to take the mask cautiously. And instead of decide for himself, Jared is going to look to Al silently waiting for some signal um i mean i guess i don't know like the signal language because al like puts his on okay well then jared is going to huff and then reluctantly mind you put his mask on can i be affected by brilliance since i'm dead i'm gonna look into it here in a hot second mm-hmm you see like all the, the people partying and having a good time at the entrance you see your friends. It has been a long day since you've seen your friends. Maybe they want a drink. 
But also, <laughs> it's odd. You, for just a fleeting moment, you think you see your wife. And we'll call it there. Oof. Oh, jeez. Oh, fuck. Uh, <laughs> wow. Uh, just, uh, wow. yeah, just like, all right. Wow. Just gonna throw that out um, there and that's it. Okay. <laughs>